You can save every day by shopping at Whole Foods Market. Seriously, don't just go for the big sales. Walk the store and see the savings for yourself. In the seafood department, look for the yellow low price sign on Whole Foods Market Responsibly Farm Salmon. This fish is perfect for the grill. Buttery, fatty, yet lean, nice thick fillets. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it, and I know I can get it at a great price. There's so many ways to save at Whole Foods Market. Now you know. Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Grammar Girl here. Today's topic is double words. Guest writer Bonnie Tranga writes, Today's Today's podcast podcast is is about words that are doubled, such as had had and is is. Words Grammar Checker automatically alerts you when you repeat a word, but sometimes such doubling is allowed. Sometimes in the normal course of writing or speaking, we have to double words because that's just how the sentence comes out. We might say something like, when I gave her her hat back, she thanked me. Word doesn't approve, but the sentence is grammatical, if a bit awkward. Another example is, by the time I thought of it, it was too late. In this case, you can put a comma between the its to make the sentence easier to follow. Although those doubled words are correct, consider rewording your sentence if the repeated words bother you, or you think they might bother someone else. Another double you might encounter is had had, and Frank from New York would like to know if it's a correct phrase. It is correct, though it too might seem a bit awkward. To understand had had, we need to take a look at the present perfect and past perfect tenses. Take this sentence. I have had too many chocolates today. That sentence is in the present perfect tense. You use that tense when you're talking about a past action that is continuing into the present. This sentence means that I started eating chocolates in the past, but the chocolate eating is continuing up to the present. Present perfect tense uses has and have, plus the past participle, as in have had and has gone. Now let's put the chocolate sentence in the past tense. To do so, we'll use past perfect tense, which uses had plus the past participle, as in had had and had gone. So in the sentence, I had had too many chocolates, so I was too full to eat dinner yesterday, two things happened in the past. First was eating chocolates, second was trying to eat dinner. When you have two past tense occurrences, you use past perfect to express the action that came first. If you're using the verb to have in past perfect, you need to use two hads. Here's another past perfect example. I had eaten too many chocolates, so I was too full to eat dinner yesterday. This is grammatically the same as the had had sentence, but we use the verb to eat instead of to have. Although had had isn't wrong, had eaten definitely sounds better. Another odd doubling up occurs with the verb to be. This phenomenon is sometimes called the double is, although you can double up other forms of to be. You've probably heard the song Que Sera Sera, which is Spanish for whatever will be, will be. In this song, will be, a future form, is repeated. The double is has been part of American speech since at least the 1980s, but it isn't an expression for careful speakers, says grammar authority Brian Garner. 
You'll often hear it when a sentence begins with the problem is and the question is. In such cases, another is would be incorrect. For example, in the sentence, the problem is, is that it's raining. The subject of the sentence is the problem. Therefore, we need only one is. We probably say such ungrammatical sentences because we're stalling as we think of what to say next. Thinking longer before you speak is a better idea. There is, however, a case when two is verbs in a row is grammatical. Well, at least I think so. One source I consulted agrees with me, but one does not. Sometimes you might hear a sentence such as, "What he is is a complete jerk." I believe this is grammatically correct, though a bit wordy. We use such sentences when we want to emphasize our point. If we use the same grammatical structure but not the double is, I think we can see that the double is sentence is grammatical. Here's an example: What she wants is a bigger chocolate bar. In that sentence, what she wants is the same as what he is in our previous sentence. They're both subjects, so we need to follow the subject with a verb. In the first case, the verb is turns out to be next to another is. What he is is a complete jerk. In the second, the verb wants is next to the is. What she wants is a bigger chocolate bar. If you want to be a more careful writer, you should probably reword such sentences to something such as "He is a complete jerk." It's more concise but less emphatic. That's about it for doubled words. Remember that words sometimes get doubled in the normal course of creating a sentence. It's also possible to double up had if you're using the past perfect tense. These constructions might be slightly awkward. So if you don't like them, go ahead and reword your sentence. As for the double is, although you'll probably let an occasional double is slip out every once in a while, it's probably better to avoid this construction when possible. This podcast was written by Bonnie Tranga, author of *The Curious Case of the Misplaced Modifier*, who blogs at sentencesleuth.blogspot.com. And I'm Mignon Fogarty, the author of the paperback book *Grammar Girl's Quick and Dirty Tips for Better Writing*. This week, I have a thank you to offer and a favor to ask. First, thank you for nominating Grammar Girl in the podcast awards. The show is competing in both the education category and the coveted People's Choice category, and I really appreciate those nominations. And now the favor is to ask you to vote. It's the final phase at podcastawards.com, and you can vote once a day until November sixth. Please visit podcastawards.com once a day and support Grammar Girl. It's also a great place to find interesting new podcasts to add to your playlist. That's all. Thanks for listening. Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask, and these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a realtor can help answer. Because realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what realtors do. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.